Welcome back to episode number 238 of the Dust Safety Science Podcast. This is the podcast for building a global community around process safety and industries handling combustible dust. I'm your show host, Dr. Chris Cloney. In today's episode, we are doing a safety share of an asphalt dust explosion in Europe. These safety share episodes are meant to be fast episodes sharing incidents, accidents, major findings found out in the industry to help support you in your work, help you support you in your roles in industries handling combustible dust today. We've done a lot of these safety shares based on material posted online through BC Forest Safety Council, through the MAG Group, through the Wood Pellet Association of Canada, and others. Today, we have another safety share of this from a different group that we haven't covered before, the European Process Safety Center, EPCS. As I mentioned, we've done a number of these from other groups, um, certainly lots from folks out in British Columbia. It's kind of interesting now that we're doing these safety shares, we're getting emails and responses from yourselves, from the listeners, from the audience sharing their own experiences or sharing resources that they follow so that we can get them on the podcast and share them with the rest of the listeners as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you for sending this information in. And this actual safety share is a case of that where somebody, uh, multiple people actually sent this through to us over about a week period after it came out. So the European Process Safety Center is an excellent resource. They have a really great website that has a number of these learning sheets. And these cover as all aspects of process safety hazards from radiation to explosion to fire to toxicology and much, much more. It's just interesting that they had published this asphalt dust explosion. Somebody sent this through to us. The really nice thing about the learning sheets published by EPCS is they publish them in all kinds of different languages. I think I did just for this one safety sheet that we have here, I think they published in 16 different languages, including English, Chinese, German, Czech, Polish, Italian, Portuguese, and, and some other ones as well which is really helpful for these type of safety shares. And really one of the big reasons why, again, we want to publish it on the podcast, because if you're working with workers that speak these languages, with health and safety managers, with owners and operators, these are really great resources published in their own languages that you can then use to add to your education that you're doing with those teams as well. So I'll have links in the show notes for this episode for the learning sheet itself. It's just a one-page sheet talking about what happened the recommendations and what caused the dust explosion in this case, so the two dust explosions, a primary and a secondary. We'll have links where you can view all of the learning sheets and links to the European Pro Safety Center as well. And they have a number of free webinars that are really great, covering things like metrics and dashboards, process safety management, making the most of the risk assessment matrix, estimating heat shielding effects during a fire, and, and just a whole range of different webinars they've recorded and made available free on the website there. So I definitely encourage you, if you're interested in any of those topics or anything to do with process safety in general, this is a really great resource for you. So getting into today's safety share then, this was a asphaltine or asphalt dust explosion, presumably in Europe, where it's published by the European Process Safety Center. Um, although I probably shouldn't make that presumption. They don't say where in the world this is published or this incident happened. There's not much information about the operation that this was happening at. Other than that, when they were doing loading or during loading of a solid asphaline into a trailer, there was a dust explosion that happened. So they were loading this asphaltine into the trailer using a set of bellowing cones into the back of what looks kind of like a tanker truck. And these, so these are current cones that are held within a support cone system to feed the material into the top of this trailer. They reported that an explosion happened in the support cone and that this primary explosion dispersed dust in the loading hall and caused a secondary explosion. And they have a couple of images on the sheet as well. It's kind of hard to tell if these images are computer generated or if they're actual photographs, but they have what looks like a flame propagation inside the bellowing cones and then sort of inferno afterwards and looks like it may be up to the rafters or above the truck 
showing maybe a deflagration or a post fire after the deflagration as well. So what caused the explosion? In this case, after an investigation, presumably, they say that the bonding cable of the last cone was not well connected. And they proposed that ignition was due to stack charge buildup in the bellowing cone system while the material is moving from it. This static discharge was strong enough to ignite the asphaltine dust that was in the cone, leading to this primary explosion and then the secondary explosions in the hall as well. It is unclear from the incident description if anyone was hurt or to what degree the facility sustained damage from the deflagration, although it does sound pretty serious having this primary explosion and the secondary explosion in the loading hall as well. So there are five recommendations that are made in the safety share document or in the learning sheet. Recommendation number one is to ensure that dust hazard analysis is performed using industry best practices and correct dust characteristics. The second recommendation is that when testing the explosion properties, always use the smallest possible dust particle and verify the actual particle size when in operation. So this is really important. You want to make sure the sample you're testing is representative of the hazards that you have that you're not going to have any false negatives. That's the worst case scenario, right? Then you rule something out as being a possible dust explosion hazard. You don't look at the hazards that involve, you don't identify, assess, or address them. And it turns out it was explosable just at a finer particle concentration. So that's kind of the point that we're making here. The third recommendation is that housekeeping is a critical measure to prevent secondary explosions. Um, in this case, often the first explosion disperses more dust and sets up more severe secondary explosions. In many cases, these secondary explosions, depending on how much fuel is available in the local vicinity, can be very strong, very devastating. They propagate thorough to site. They can blow the roof off the facility. They can um, destroy support columns, causing destruction. They can blow out sprinkler systems, electrical systems. It really depends on the volume of the building, what kind of natural venting might occur or unnatural venting if um, the building envelope ruptures, and how much fuel is available in there and how much fuel gets stirred up during the deflagration. But it can go from you know, a flash fire in the, a large open space that poses thermal radiation hazards to devastating explosion that topples the entire building, depending on how much fuel is available and the volume of that enclosure that it's available in. The housekeeping was the third recommendation. The fourth recommendation was to implement adequate and effective protection systems and safeguards against dust explosions. And then recommendation number five was to assure correct and reliable bonding and grounding of metal parts. And so in this case, it says that the solid asphaline fell through the bellow metal support cones and into the trailer, and that the bonding cable of the last cone was not well connected, and that this caused an ignition due to static discharge in this case. That's everything for this safety share on this asphaltine or asphalt dust explosion. Why does this matter? I mean, why, why share this at all? It's really important. In my mind, this is the critical point of having the podcast for communication. If you're working with a site, if there, and there will be some of you that are working with sites that are handling this material or very similar materials out there, say there was 20 of you that will work in the next year on a site like this, probably 15 of those sites will respond just by the natural low probability of having a dust explosion that this has never been a problem here. We've never had anybody injured. We've never had deflagration. And my hope is that you remember this podcast episode. You're able to go to the show notes at dustsafetyscience.com slash 238. You can go download this EPC. SC learning sheet, and you have a case example to use to demonstrate the potential hazards to these sites that are handling these materials. Uh, in this case, they do have some nice images. They have a good description there. That hopefully gives you some ammunition to start that discussion on the hazards of combustible dust, moving towards identifying, assessing, and addressing the hazards there. So that's kind of the first point. And the second point that I really like about the European Process Safety Center's work is that they're translating these sheets into many different languages. 
So if you're working with sites in that are speaking Arabic or Chinese or Portuguese, these are all translated and available for you today, which really sets up a really great baseline for what we think we may want to do with our Safety Share program in the future as well. But while we get that figured out, we'll, we'll use the podcast as a method to get this material out there. So we found this interesting. I hope you enjoyed getting these Safety Share podcast episodes on your podcast player. In this episode, we covered this asphaltine explosion in the bellow cone system during trailer loading. A primary explosion dispersed the dust in the loading hall, and this led to a more severe secondary explosion. Ignition was believed to have occurred through the static discharge due to the bonding cable, the last cone in the bellows not having a very good connection. And there were five recommendations that were put out, including recommendations on the performance of dust hazard analysis, on what materials to use during testing, and housekeeping to prevent secondary explosions as well. So that's it for this week on the podcast. As always, I want to say thank you for listening. I hope you have a safe, productive week ahead. And thank you for everything you're doing in industries handling combustible dust making it safer with the work you do out there every day. We sincerely and really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.